Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. So this is going to have to have a like a bonus additional episode. In this episode, we're discussing the final prep week. Um, so this is all the, all the things that you need to be doing in that sort of final week before the pageant. Now, a week is seven days. So please note, if your pageant's on a Thursday, your prep week needs to start the following Thursday. But also, prep week doesn't necessarily mean you do what I'm talking today in that prep week. This is about planning for your prep week, which means you need to be doing this in advance. Um, I'm actually, the bonus episode is going to be specifically focused in on packing because originally when I started writing this episode, they was going to be all in together. And then I realized there's a lot of content going into this episode. I feel like it needs a separate one. And you may have a, a final prep week plan already, particularly if you're working with a coach, you might have sorted that out, but still want all the exciting packing stuff. So there will be a bonus episode coming out um, either exactly the same time as this episode has come out or within a couple of hours of this episode coming out um, the, before the next episode that will focus in specifically on the packing side of things. I am... I'm not a minimalist, but I like verge on being a minimalist. I hate having stuff that isn't necessary, but also I travel with a nearly three-year-old and my other half, and I don't want us to have a messy bedroom um, when we travel because things get broken, things get lost, I can't find what I need, and whether we're on holiday or at a pageant event, I don't want to waste time going through my room trying to find stuff, toddlers pick things up and move them around, and I think it's really important to pack well, um, because then you haven't forgotten things, but you also haven't taken excess unnecessary things, everything is organised and you know where it is when you get to the other end, Um particularly if you're arriving close to your competition day, uh, to arrive and like not know where everything is and like just be chaos and pulling things out, stuff might get damaged. It's just not worth it. So packing well is really important. Plan the packing in the same way that we're going to talk about planning your prep week. You don't want to be planning prep week once you're already in it. You want to be doing this in advance so that you've got an idea of what's going on. So my first step is creating a seven-day calendar. Now, you could do this further out, but you're going to be very, very specific in this. Um, so I probably wouldn't recommend doing this for more than maybe four weeks out. You could do a four-week one. I'm going to do a four-week one. Um, we've Just when I'm recording this, we're coming up to, we're about five and a half weeks out from Galaxy. And because of my big charity event, I've got the big parent event. It's quite uh, an intense, well-planned thing going on um and it also I have 
two other big talks that I'm giving as well, one online and one face-to-face. I've got a lot of prep work to do. So I am, yeah, there's some military planning going on. So you could do a four-week one, three-week one, two-week one, but you definitely want to have a one-week one. As far as I'm concerned, those last seven days before competition are so important. Um, You've put in so much work to now and it can not all fall apart, but you don't want to give it a chance to fall apart in those last seven days. Uh, you want to be putting your best foot forward and going out there with no regrets. I've I've talked about this a little bit and touched on it on my social media. You can't, you don't want to not focus on winning. You want to go in with your best foot forward of trying to win. But actually, what I find a much more positive mindset is to go in with the the concept of having no regrets. So when you get up on that stage, you're getting up there with no regrets And that can sort of be made or broken in this last week um, of bringing all your, like, everything together that you've been working on for X amount of months, however long you've been prepping for. So create a seven-day calendar. I'm a big fan of digital calendars, but for something like this, I would put pen to paper. You can transfer it into your digital calendar. Afterwards, I personally recommend Google Calendar. I love all the color coordination and additional features that it gives you. Um, And I will move mine onto Google Calendar, but I will be putting pen to paper. Um, I love, this sounds weird, but actually I genuinely believe it helps. Getting everyone that's really trying to achieve stuff in life should have a giant like A2 size notepad and you can get them fairly cheaply from places like The Works and stuff, um, uh, The Range, similar places like that. Uh, I guess this might be the sort of thing you find in Target in America but I've never been. Uh, so in the UK I'd say yeah, The Range or The Works, uh, maybe order it online but they're quite big so I'm not sure about postage and it's having that big white space that you can work out on. Um, I love to work out these kind of things on a big, white, empty space with many, many different colours of Sharpie. And I genuinely think it helps for me. It helps my brain to process. I'm a very visual person um, and I like to put things in colour coordination. So I would draw out my grid with my seven days or your 14 days, however many days you want to do your plan for. um, Draw out your grid for that with a few extra days either side. Um, so either side, a few extra days before really. So your last day, last square will be your pageant day um, and work backwards. Make sure you've got a couple of extra days at the beginning. That is for if you get through the next steps I'm going to talk you through and realise you've got too much to do that you can extend your prep week and maybe make it a 10 day plan um, and you don't want to then have run out of space on your paper. So write in your final box that that's your pageant day and work your way back planning out over the seven days but maybe have sort of three boxes at the beginning and to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. New piece of paper you then want to create a list of everything you need to do um, starting with subcategories so these could be pageant stuff, work stuff, life stuff, school stuff, can't massively think of any it depends on on how you view it so I will probably have a fitness section but for some people they might be happy for that to go under pageant prep um but my fitness is kind of my workouts aren't just pageant they're at the moment my program 
that I do for my exercise is tweaked towards pageant, but it's also an important part of my life. So I might have that as a separate category. Um, you might have another hobby. You might also be doing horse riding, things like that. And um, you might be training your dog for crafts, something, whatever it is. But if there are big sections in your life, you want to be making sure that you've got a column for each one of those things. Again, this is where it's great to have a massive piece of paper, like excessively massive piece of paper that you can write these across the top of the page and then you've got all that space to work underneath. You then want to break those sections into subsections. And for example, your pageant one might have a subsection for paperwork, a subsection for appearances in case you have any appearances in the last week a subsection for beauty treatments, uh, a subsection for fitness, for food, for packing, for outfits, like break it down, uh, leave space between each of the subsections um, and therefore uh, you can write in the additional bits after that. Uh, You then want to go in and fill in the specifics and that is obviously going to be massively specific to you. So appearances, depending on how how many you've got in advance uh, that you've got coming up, put the sort of date, the time, what it is you need to be wearing for them. Uh, I'm getting to the point now where I've, I don't, I don't want to wear the same thing to an appearance, but I'm not buying anything new. Um, I've just about managed to fit into a dress that I fit in pre-baby, but realized the zip was broken. So I've got to get that repaired with very short window of time. So be specific with what it is you're going to wear for those appearances. Also, the appearances that you do in the sort of final stages, those pictures are going to be seen more on social media. It's up to you, but I personally wouldn't want to wear something to an appearance the week before competition and then also wear that over competition weekend. So you want to be thinking, what are the dresses that I'm not taking to competition but are still really lovely for appearances? Things like that. That's the level of specific you want to get because you don't want to leave sort of any room for error. Errors happen but you don't want to be the reason that those errors have happened. And planning out that kind of level of specific is really beneficial. Paperwork, you might have in there that you want to, maybe your pageant system sent only sent you a digital copy of the paperwork and you want to print a copy off to take with you and put it in a folder. Make sure you've got those stages noted down. Those are specific things. Just thinking, oh, it's only printing something off. It doesn't need to go on the list. One, if it's not on the list, you won't remember to do it or you won't factor in the time to do it. And suddenly you're like, oh, well, it's just printing something off. But actually for me to print something off, the printer is in my partner's office. So I need to pick a time that he's not working. It's really cold in his office. So I always procrastinate about going in there. Um, I need to make sure my battery's charged on my laptop because it's not really easy to plug my laptop in. If I go down there, I need to make sure I've got paper, I've got ink. Actually getting around to printing something, even I had to print one page the other day and it took me like three weeks because it wasn't urgent. Um, and I didn't put it on my to-do list to do it. As soon as it went on my to-do list, of course I got it done. Uh, So please be as specific as possible. Make sure you know what it is that you've got to do. I would also encourage you next to each item to write down how long you roughly think it's going to take. Now, yes, some things end up happening really quickly or your mum might go, actually, I'm happy to do that for you. A friend might be like, I seen all your many posts about the thousands of crystals you're trying to hotstone. Can I come and have a couple with you and we'll hotstone together? And I'd be like, yes, please do that. Except the fact that my crystals are currently stuck in China due to the virus issue that we're facing at the moment. I um, feel like the world has bigger problems than my crystals being stuck, but hey, it's still frustrating me. Um, <laughs> I digress. 
So put a little block of time so that when you're planning out your days, you've got an idea of what's going to take what time. I would also note next to them where they're going to be. So obviously for your appearances, I've said know where that thing is going to happen as well. But for your beauty treatments, you want to note where they are. So for example, I might be going getting my nails done um, in the town next to mine, um, which is called Twickenham. But then the next thing I schedule is to go and pick up a zip. Now I have to go Kingston, which is completely the opposite direction to go and buy a zip. It would be silly for me to schedule those two things together. So when I've written down my to-do list, if I've put next to uh, get my nails done, takes 90 minutes and it's in Twickenham, I'm going to make sure that I leave that 90 minutes and that I'm putting it either on its own or near something else that needs to happen in Twickenham. Um, some things obviously are time specific, like you have to book an appointment to get your nails done maybe, but maybe there's some other things that you can do while you're there that aren't as time specific that you can kind of do at any point um, and you can make sure you've put those together, saving the travel time um, and therefore saving you lots of time, which is always very useful. Then you want to specifically time block everything. Now, if time blocking is new to you, you're going to need a bit more time to do it. Learning to time block is an incredibly useful skill in life in general. I could not live the life I live without time blocking. It's magical as far as I'm concerned. And time blocking is where you're very specific with what you're doing. So you wouldn't just put in your diary, I'm going to do pageant stuff. It would be, I am going to get my nails done. I'm going for an hour. I'm going to hot stone the crystals for an hour. I'm then going to eat my food for 20 minutes. Um, I'm then going to go to the gym for an hour and a half. Whatever it is that you're going to do, you'd be very specific with the things that you're going to do. Um, one of the many, many benefits of time blocking is the fact that you can't then procrastinate about what it is off your massive to-do list you're going to do next. It takes the decision fatigue out, which is a massive real thing. It causes decision fatigue causes procrastination and procrastination causes decision fatigue and if it's down on a piece of paper you're just getting up in the morning and going ah, these are the things that I'm doing these are the times I'm doing them like decision made it's so much better the other reason I like time blocking is that you can then do a really good review of how effective you're being with your time um, I do a weekly review where I look back on how my week has been the week before anyway. But now you've planned out your, your seven day, your final prep week um, and everything that you've got to do. You can go through and move stuff around. Now, this is where it is handy to do it on a digital. Uh, your page might get a little bit messy, but that's why we have that massive piece of paper so that we can move stuff around and we can write it out neatly afterwards if you're that way inclined. I am. I will want a neat final copy personally that I can put on my wall if it's neat and tidy, it inspires me to be neat, tidy and more organised. Um, but this is this is where things are getting messy because you're going to have to do a bit of the juggling. But you can also have had these ticking over in the back of your head while you were doing the plan initially. So you want to think about batching similar things together like clothing and makeup. If it's something that requires you to do a full face of makeup, what else can you do at the similar time to make the most of it? So for example, at the moment, I am doing a weekly live on my Facebook page talking about my week, how it's been with all my prep and things that are going on. I share little tips and advice um, and some also general ponderings um, in the final run up Road to Galaxy, that kind of thing. I don't really want to be doing my makeup just to do that. So I will try and tie it in with when I've got an event. So I was going to the Pageantland Ball this past weekend. I'd done my makeup because I wanted to arrive feeling fresh and nice. And um, although I 
not long after being there, I had to take it all off um, and the glam squad did it properly for me. Um, but it was really nice to arrive fresh and done and it meant I got a few pictures in the hotel, but I also used that opportunity to do my live video. Again, later that evening, I'd been glammed by the UK Glam Squad by Patrick and Duncan, and I am appearing in a blog about inspirational women as part of Inspirational Women's Day. Uh, They have a hand sign, which is an equal sign made with your two arms that they are promoting as part of International Women's Day, um, each for equals. So while I was all glammed up in my ball gown, I had in my in my time blocking to make sure I got my each for equals photo. Um, so thank you to Natalie for taking that for me. Um, and I didn't have to make myself look all beautiful just to take one photo, which would have not been a productive use of time. But same with clothing. Um, if I've got to pull bags out of the loft and find all my suitcases and things. I don't want to be doing that after I've showered and cleaned and neat and tidy. I want to be doing that when I'm still in my gym kit and a bit sweaty or before I go to the gym or something. Those tiny things, as weird as you might think I sound right now, trust me, those are the things that are the difference between managing your time well and not managing your time well. Being that careful with how you place the things you do so that you can maximise the time you've got. Other um, things you want to consider are batching similar locations together. As I talked about earlier, that sort of travel time between things. Travelling from one thing to another can really rack up time. So really think about what you can be doing with that time. Um, Again, I use the the pageant land ball as an example. Um, My partner really wanted to take his car, which I can't drive. Well, no, I personally choose not to drive because it's a bit powerful and uh, it doesn't have as many assistant Um, features as my car. Um, So I knew that I was going to have these three and a half to four hours. What was I going to do with them? Um, And I had a list that I worked my way through of work that I wanted to get done. And then I also made sure I had a pillow so that if I used up all that, did all that stuff, that I could also have a nap. Sadly, I did not get to the nap on either the way there or the way back. But I was organized and prepared if that so happens. So look at it, if you're not driving to an event and it's 45 minutes away, how can you use that 45 minutes? Now remember, this is prep week in real life. Maybe you are that busy and you do want to utilise that time. On the whole, I like utilising that time. Um, And do remember though that utilising that time could also mean remembering that you're going to take a nap in those 45 minutes. Don't just sit and like aimlessly scroll on your phone unless you've gone Actually, I'm going to use that 45 minutes to check in with all my DMs and PMs and all the comments that have happened on social media and make sure that I'm sharing some of my pageant sisters events and make sure you're choosing to do with what you want to do with your time as opposed to social media sort of brainwashing you and you just realise you've wasted that time. You want to make sure you are checking certain traffic times a day. That's another important one, particularly where I live. Again, this will vary where you live. Um, I live on the, I'm within London, so I'm within zone six of London. Uh, I've got a lot of schools around me, obviously people traveling to work. There are certain times a day where the traffic can be a lot worse. Um, Literally can double my trip to the gym depending on what time I go. So I want to be making being sort of really careful and making sure that I am making the most of that. Like sometimes you have to travel at a certain time, but looking at it and going, oh, actually I could get those things done at home first and travel when the traffic is lighter or travel when the 
peak trains aren't running it's the cheaper trains that are running things like that or I can get a fast train if I travel at a different time um go through and just check those kind of things um traveling to your pageant is it better that you have more time at home to be like oh I could be out the door by four o'clock but then I'm going to be driving through Birmingham at rush hour traffic time it's probably better I stay home and do more work here or allow myself um, a nice calm dinner before I leave and travel later in the day uh, when the traffic is calmer. Um, Sounds nuts, but it's not. This is where having those extra days before on the grid is going to pay off because you also want to look, is there anything that can be done the week before? Um, Depending on how organised you're being when you plan your prep week, can anything be done the month before? Um, And then can anything be done by anyone else? I am not a bit, not very good at the delegating because I like, I like to take ownership of everything that I've done, particularly in the run up to something like a pageant. I, oh, I wish I'd like hand stitched every item of clothing that I was wearing, but that's not realistic. And I've had to let go of that kind of thing, unsurprisingly. And, um, but if you struggle to delegate, look at this page of this massive list and then look at your grid where you've timed everything out and look at how much you've got to do and that should be inspiration enough to be like all right um can anybody help me Uh, depending on who you ask a lot of people are very like touched and honored that you've asked them to help particularly if it's with something important that you care about um and you can sort of multitask things together. If a friend's been like, I really want to see you, but all you've been doing is pageant stuff. And be like, look, it's really intense. Um, I've got all these appearance forms that I've got to print out and stick pictures on and put in a folder. If you can help me do that, then we can spend a bit of time together. Um, I'm not a big advocate for multitasking, but something like that. Yeah, that's a good use of time. And someone's going to help you do the lift some of the workload. You're going to get to see a friend so they don't feel like you've completely forgotten them. So that's always really good. Once you've got your beautiful plan, you've got everything you need to do, you've time blocked it out so you know when you're doing it, and then you've checked all your time blocking is the most time effective it can be. You want to book and or confirm all your appointments. So some appointments you may have had booked fairly far in advance, depending on what they are. Um different salons, different beauty treatments can be pretty popular um, and can require booking a couple of months in advance. So those ones you want to just phone them and confirm them all and anything else that you haven't done you want to make sure that you you phone up and get those things booked. Um, Also anything that involves anyone else. So don't just confirm businesses. If you've got a friend that's agreed to do something for you make sure you've confirmed that appointment for want of a better word, that appointment too. This one's going to scare a lot of people. Check your financial requirements for prep week. So prep week is going to be like spray tans and nails and this and that. And those kind of expenses really do rack up. Quite often we're really good at budgeting the big things, but go through your plan and work out how much of it you've got left to pay. What other expenses have you got left to do? And and make sure that you're going to have enough finances left over to do that. The last thing you want to do is run out at something vital. If your finances aren't going to allow for everything you've got written down, then work out what's the least important or is there a cheaper way of doing it. 
Yes, you might be going to your favorite hair salon, um, but if it's £400 for the appointment and you've only got £75 for your appointment, you're going to be looking somewhere else. Then you want to look all your amazing plans and just do a final check through the pageant paperwork. I'm always surprised there, well, for me as an organisational freak, <laughs> um, I'm always surprised that there is someone that hasn't realised there's an opening round or didn't realise the evening gown had to be floor length or something like that, that they didn't realise there was an opening round specific colour or that they were going to be given an outfit and they've bought an outfit, things like that. Um, because I'm I'm a stickler for going through and checking the paperwork. I'll check in with other pageant girls. Is there anything anyone thinks is like... that? might have been forgotten that you could recommend has anyone ever forgotten anything important for this pageant that you'd like to remind me of things like that go through your pageant paperwork because that will often prompt those kind of little things you can check that your outfits meet the outfit requirements because you can read those requirements go off and start making your fashion wear go off at a complete tangent and realize that you've not made anything appropriate um now, while you haven't got much time this close to the end, at least you've got some time. Some time is better than no time. So really do a final tooth, fine tooth comb through the final items of the pageant paperwork to make sure that everything you are preparing for in the final week lines up. It's also worth thinking about what your goals are for the pageant. Uh, if you haven't particularly got like a body journey that you're following or a body goal for the pageant and you've got a lot of working out uh, related things in that final week and your final week's looking really, really busy and you're like, well, actually, I really like the shape my body's in. I'm going to cut those down. I'm just going to make sure I've moved so I'm staying healthy as opposed to these like four hour intense workouts and and maybe you've been swayed into working out like that because you've seen someone maybe like me I am working towards specific body goals as part of my galaxy journey and you'd be like oh she's working out load I've got to work out load that's my goal don't be swayed by my goal make sure that everything you're doing is in line with your goals that's the important bit it's that it's in line with yours not that you're doing the same thing as everyone else I hope you found that really useful. Um, I'm really looking forward to having like created and written all down into sort of bullet points. I'm really excited to do mine again um, this year. Uh, it's been a few years. I haven't competed for four years. So I'm, yeah, really excited to be planning out this sort of final week. Like I said, I'm actually going to be planning out a final four weeks and then I will do a final week review um, probably about two and a half weeks just to check over everything for that final week and re-time block anything that I've got going on um, because it's still, yeah, two big speaking gigs in those final, in that sort of final week, which is always fun. Um, and don't forget to check out the bonus episode, which is going to be looking at all the packing-related stuff. Don't forget, I am over on Facebook. Like I said, I do the lives over on Facebook. I, I do share a bit in my Instagram stories, but I quite like the face-to-camera um, Facebook Live, personally. So if you make sure you're following my Ms. Middlesex Galaxy uh, 2019-20 page over on Facebook, then you will get those lives. And you can ask if you've got any specific questions. Those are a great time to... Um, ask me any specific questions and I will try and answer them live then and there for you
Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.